0: Thank you very much, church, for this opportunity of uh, being back with you this Sunday morning and Sunday night if the Lord's with the Lord with uh, us. Pray for you, pastor. Pray for one another. If there's ever been a day in time that we need to bind together, is right now, this day and age. We've just had an election and... According to our history books, every 10 years, things changes in America. And we've already seen some things change that's heartbreaking in our life and Christianity. And let me tell you something, church. We need to bind together and lift up the name of Jesus. And the age that we're living in, they're trying to, it won't be long and maybe in this next 10 years, if the Lord tarries, that we can come together in freedom and sing and cry and pray and shout without being monitored. Out in Texas now, all the pastors in the city limits has to turn in their sermons and conversations on telephone over this last vote in America that we've had over gay marriages. We... That's just part of the trouble. The trouble's overseas, too. Now, let me say this. We're going to get started here just in a moment. And you pray for us, and we'll try to get you out by 2 o'clock. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, when uh, we begin to uh, think about the things that uh, God is, and what God was, and what that God's going to be. I don't like to use the word was, but it's in the tense. Uh, those are the fellows that we sing. Let's go to uh, Isaiah chapter 40, uh, verse 28 to 31. And uh, God has impressed this on my heart. And I want to tell you that any time while I'm here, reading, praying, uh, speaking the Word of God, if you need to do business with God, don't you mind me. And I want you to know that God is working in this place today. And somebody needs to do business with God. Amen. If you're lost and undone and don't know Him as your personal Savior, right now is a good time, days' the acceptable time to give Him that opportunity. If you're out of the boat wandering in this world and just dilly-dallying just a little bit and you have lost your joy you've lost your desire to serve God, you need to do business with God and get back to where we are. And I do think that by the prayers of, of you and other God's children, we're keeping this thing together. But I want you to know on the other end, at the end of time, uh, if you have not made a change and not living to where that God Uh, can use you, there is going to be a penalty for you and the wrath of God shall be upon you and when he opens the bottle and pours out the prayers and tears upon the lost people, I don't want to be in that presence because it's a fearful thing, Paul said, to fall into the hands of a living God. All right, let us stay in Isaiah chapter 40, verse uh, 28, 29, verse 30. And 31, I want to give you four things this morning as we read this, and I want you to, have to go back. First of all, let's, I want you to think about the people. The second thing I want you to think about is the purpose. And the third thing I want you to talk about is the power. And the fourth thing is the promise of God. Thus saith the word of God, And he hath known, hath not heard, that everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator, the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases their strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the men shall utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength with wings of mouth or with wings as an eagle. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Our Father, we thank you again for this day. God, we pray that you'd add your uh, uh, spirit to your words, God, that uh, feeds our soul, uplifts us, God, in mind and in spirit. God, we pray for the special objects of prayer. We pray for the lost. We pray for those that are traveling, God, and most of all, God, we pray, our Father, that you would Uh, Like Elijah, give us a double portion of thy spirit this morning. God, fill us up. Let it run over on others, God. God, hide us behind the cross. And thank you again, God, uh, for loving us. God, I love you this morning, Lord. And I thank you, God, for loving me. And all of God's children said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I read to you a scripture this morning concerning uh, the words of Isaiah. Now, I want you to know, if you go back and read the rest of this chapter, or in times of history, one, that uh, they were in captivity. They were there in captivity in a place in uh, Babylonia, in that, this uh, time of <coughs> uh, this scripture. So, uh, we find that uh, here is the people. Now, if you go back to verse 27, back to verse 17, those things, you'll find that there uh, is unbelief, uh, in distrust uh, in God. Uh, they had been down here a long time, and they felt like that God uh, would not heed to their cries. They felt that God didn't even care about their situation, to where that they uh, were imprisoned by <coughs> another company. They, they felt like that God would not help them, because that God would not heed, uh, that God will not care for them. And here uh, they was in a strange place, uh, uh, looking for deliverance, uh, looking uh, for those. Now let me uh, say this this morning, as we get on to that. Uh, in your life, in your sin, there has to be a birthplace. I remember my first birth. Uh, I don't, I'll go back just a minute. Let me restate that. I don't remember my first birth. I didn't have a a choice to what gender, I didn't have a choice to what parent, I didn't have a choice to nothing uh, up there, uh, and all those things, the whole thing I remember, <coughs> they said that I was kind of uh, one of the ugliest babies, and I had never seen no ugly baby, so I must have looked pretty t- uh, terrible then, and, uh, my mama gave me away uh, up there, so, uh, uh, but then she had reconciliation, and uh, began to love me, and, Uh, But anyway, uh, we find that in the opportunities of, of the loaf that we didn't have in part. But I do know my second birth. I can tell you the date. I can tell you the time. I can take you to the place. And I can show you. Now, if the devil can confuse you in any way... He will not let you remember your birthplace. And you need to remember your birthplace. Oh, you've got to go back to the birthplace and say, Get thee behind me, devil. I belong to God. This is my birthday. I'm signed. I'm sealed. And I'm going to be delivered Uh, uh, (coughs) one of these days uh, when this life is over. uh, We find that these uh, people here uh, was in trouble Uh, but we find in verse 31, uh, uh, we have a reminder from Isaiah. I uh, uh, said, uh, but let's, but, uh, that word, but's always uh, uh, some conclusion to another way out or another way in. Uh, but he said, uh, hey, let's remember, hey, wait upon the Lord. We're living in dogmatic times. Everything's fine. Uh, if we want anything, especially our children want anything, and they mentioned to you today, they thought they should have had it yesterday. We're living in this time and place to where things are so fast that we don't have. I thought when I retired uh, from my job, uh, uh, there, that I'd uh, have it easy. Uh, but it seemed like there's more. How did we do these things when we worked on the job? <coughs> Excuse me, but we found the way. It's a time By, by the way of time, you know it. Not about ten, twelve days to Thanksgiving. Less than a month to of Christmas. Two months to the first of the year. Where's the time gone? It passes by. It's gone. But we find the people here. Isaiah tried to remind them. He said to them that uh, that you have not heard, you have not seen. The everlasting God, the creator, the ends of the world. God has never changed. God will never change. He's the same, Paul said, seven thirteen Hebrew. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We change, but God does not change. He's infinite. He's the beginning. He's the end. He's alpha, omega. He's omnipotent. You can put it into work that he was here in the beginning. And he knows the end of the story. As you know, the end of the story. He died for the church. He loved the church. And Isaiah reminded these people, there's some things that you've got to do. Wait on the Lord. Be there in the midst. He's got something good for you. Today is the day the Lord made. It's a good day to be alive. It's a good day to breath these fresh air. It's a good day to have a happy feeling. To come and sing praises in God. These people we find here, he reminds them these three things he reminds the people first of all, we find in the scripture uh, that he says in psalms fifty five and twelve says "You need to be dedicated, you need to be committed. This brings on faithfulness. The devil cannot stand." A child of God's faithfulness. Uh, oh, it's a privilege to come to church this morning. I was excited to come to church this morning. I love to go to church when the doors is open. Uh, uh, when you have the dread of not going or being made to go, you need to go back to your birthplace. Remember the birthplace. Remember what you was. Uh, and now what you are and where that you're going to. There's faithfulness. And serving God. God loves you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. When all the world and all things are going bad, hang on to the altar. The horns or the blood is applied that He'll be with you for eternity and ever. Dedication, commitment is a lot of times. We Baptists, we don't have. We are impatient. It has to be our way or no way. But I want you to know there's not but one way, and straight is that way, and narrow is that gate, and few may find their self therein because it's God's way. Not only being dedicated up there, but in Acts chapter 2 said, Wait upon the Lord, be detained. You know, I, I, don't, I believe because of the being detained, I believe that there's a place in our, our lives that we grow. In God, the more we know about Him, the more we know about Jesus, the more we can love Him. And the more that we can love Him, the more that He blesses us within our lives. Sometimes us Baptists don't realize a blessing from God. The only time we need Him is when we're in trouble. When it's happening with our home. But wait upon the Lord. He has not forgot you. The children of Israel, Isaiah said Just wait, dedicate yourself, trust Him, believe in Him again. This unbelief and disobedience has got you away. By the way, Paul said that he is not the author of confusion, but the author of peace and love. Anytime you find confusion, God is not in that confusion. Love one another as I have loved you. That's hard sometimes, but that's God's commandment to get along with him. Not only there in the book of Acts chapter uh, 2 and verse 4, they went to the upper room. How many days did they wait? pentecost penny Penny means five. Fifty days. Mighty Russian wind came to 120 people. The Holy Spirit come and fell upon them. i tell you one thing, church. I, sometimes I get cold chips chill bumps on me and tears flow down my eyes when, when God... Son, Jesus shows up and He begins to show out and He begins to uh, bless the inner parts of this soul and this mind to give us hope through the faith and that there's a better place to go to. Not only the people there uh, that heed to or hear or they asked for help and couldn't find it, He said, not only that, but said, it's divine hell. Divine, divine hell. When the doctor shakes his head and says, I don't know, I cannot do, I cannot help. There's nothing that we can do. And when God comes upon the sea through the blood of Jesus on the cross, and there's a healing power. He gives us healing up there within our mind. When He heals us one way or the other, He heals us here, or He heals us on the other side. When he gets, I believe when I close my eyes and go to sleep for the last time, I believe my last breath, I believe when I cross through to the other side, when I hit the other side, I begin to breathe and my eyes is open Amen. with a glorified body like unto the one Son of God. Amen. Upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. We talked about the people. That's you and I. And how they got it. I'm so glad to throw this in. I'm so glad that I'm a whosoever will. I'm glad I don't have a bank account. I don't have good luck. I'm nothing. I won't be nothing. I'll never be anything. I'll never amount to anything. But I do know one thing. God is my Savior. He is my King. He is my Master. And He is my Lord. Wait upon Him. And He said to them there that God giveth them power to faint not to them. Have give them strength. Up there, that they shall not faint. The weary unto God. You know, God, How many? I told Lou Eva, we went to uh, Tennessee. We went Monday night to uh, Cragmont over there to the Baptist Resort, And they sang over there. And Tuesday night we went to Revival. and uh, Then Thursday night we went to Tennessee to take Jason out have an uh, operation uh, up there. And then went back to the Revival. She said something about uh, last night. And I said, Are you tired? She said, I'm tired. I'm tired, but I, there's strength uh, in the Word of God. Amen. Feel better. You go to work, you may not feel no better, but you come to church. God touch you and make you relax, and you'll feel a sensation better than a peppermint patty. It'll wake you up, give you that opportunity. How divine. God is divine. He's holy. Amen. And Paul said, Without holiness no man shall see God. The word holiness means separated from sin. It's not a denomination. A lot of people think it's a domina- denomination. Well, what did you say? I said, Louis, denomination. There you go. That it's a divine power of God. Amen. What an opportunity. Uh, Philippians 2, 5-11 says, Wait upon the Lord. He is the Savior. He has paid the price. He gave His life. Through His stripes, we're healed. Their death cannot overcome you the second time. The first time, it may overcome you. But with you and Him, there's a new life. Have an opportunity for that. God's promised us. Then we find that He is our Savior. He's our deliverer. He's the one... God loved us, He died for us, he, he paid the penalty, He redeemed us by His blood, He reconciled us through His Son Jesus. Not only being our Savior, in Hebrews 12, 5 and 7 said, He is our Lord. Mm-hmm. He is our Lord, He's the Lord of Lords of all time. Back in the olden days they had uh, those that owned the property and, and those that served Him. Up there, and He fed them all and took care of all of them. And Up there, they called Him Lord because He had all the means that they needed in this earthly walk of life. But He could not deliver their souls as God could. But this Lord can. He's the Creator. He's the Maker. He's the Giver of life. He made plans for you and I. Not only had then in Luke 9 and 23... It says he's our master. A servant, the master is only good, is how the servants work. It's just like your family. They look at you and say, what's your name? How? How? That's a bad egg of a family. There's some meanings in that. Uh, They just seem to, to whoop your key on a drop of a hat. Or they say, well, what's your name? How? Oh, there's no better family in the world than that bunch of house They're good people. They know the Lord. They're there. So, as our servants, our, our children, as I give on my daddy and my mama, I give my reflections to them, telling them what kind of people they are and how they've told me and how that we live, that we become respectful. Jesus says, a good report to so lead others. How can we teach our children uh, not to drink alcohol and stuff when we keep it on the shelves or in our refrigerator? How do we teach our young people to dress and use good language when we don't dress proper ourselves and use the right language ourselves? Then we wonder what's going to happen to them. There's going to be a lot of cries from a place of hell. Mama, what daddy. Why did you take me to church? Why did you tell me about Jesus? This is an awful place to be. And Jesus said God's people would stand before Him in Ezekiel blood dripping from their hands because they didn't tell people there's a heaven to gain and the hell to shun. There's a Master that loves you, that will provide for you even to death, to the end. Then uh, John, we find in the Scripture of John 14, 25, He's the king. He's the king of kings. When well, it going to be what Isaiah said? Wait upon the Lord. He's the king of kings and of all kings. He's got the answer. He's the end of that. He said, Behold, I come quickly. In the last verses of Revelation. He's coming so quick, nobody else has a chance. Seven times in the gospel, he tells us to be ready. Be prepared. I used to be a boy scout. That was one of our mottoes. Be prepared. Be prepared. Always help the rough things. Then let's go on just a little further. We talked about the people. We talked about the person. Let's talk just a little bit about the power. There's power. You know, I, I used to hate to turn on TV. There's always somebody in the streets with a sign wanting the power. Won't lemon, uh, black power, women's power, white power, any kind of power there. Uh, and in the mix of it, it'll throw in the commercial of Tide. It'll clean anything. <laughs> the Spirit of God through the blood. There's cleanliness. There's hope. There's faith. There is a way. The power that shall renew their strength. And when you get away from God sometimes, you lose your joy. And I find myself renewing my strength. I don't care what the world does. I'm going to still hang on. Amen. I've got this promise, the power that I can hang on. Jesus said up uh, there in, in the Scriptures there, He said the blessing to them out uh, there that accept Him as His a personal Savior. For He said, I will seal them in the blood. Nobody can break that seal. Nobody. What the world says, what they do, you're sealed until that day of redemption. What opportunity that we have up there to renew the strength. There's three kinds of strengths. Number one is the physical strength. We talked in our Sunday school. I love coming to Sunday school down here. I, uh, don't, I just enjoy it so much. There's not many people. There's two or three churches I like to go to Sunday school. With, and others, I don't care whether I get there or not. But there's always some. And by the way, you know, after pastoring 44 years, I wonder what it would be to lay out the church, lay out a Sunday school. And I ain't found this out yet one of these days. You know, after all these years of preaching, I wonder how it felt like to leave right after Sunday school. Oh, these are things that I've never experienced, you know. But the opportunity, we know it, that God loves us. And here He said to them, that He gave the power that they would go, not go weary up there, that they uh, would faint not. Physical strength. Jesus said in Hebrew, Philippians, I mean, 3 and 2, says to us, that the Almighty God has the power to, to save us. He has the power to keep us. He has the power to deliver us. And he says in the scripture that you can do all. Paul says, I can do all things. But you can do all things through him." God that strengthens you. Amen. I'm just a little old weak person. God, my little says, I don't get mad too often. But when I get mad, she says, I pout for two or three days said, if my lip hung any lower, I'd trip over Hey, what's better than silent fear? If you keep this old thing shut, you don't have to ask forgiveness, dude. Just be silent. Well, sometimes when it goes to that, there's always a note on the door when I worked in Henderson County over there. It always said, engage your brain before you speak. Now that's good policy, isn't it? Yeah, That way, sometimes you don't... It ain't fun, fine. Fine, Brother Randy, down on your knees to beg and forgive me. Cook me some biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Opportunity the strength in the body is physically. All those things that we can. I remember when I was young, I could do these things, but now I'm slow. I can't go downhill far. When I get down, it's hard to get up. Thank goodness, Louis said, i got a mind like an elephant. I don't forget a thing. She said, I'll bring up something she's done 30 years ago. When you forgive, you're supposed to forgive. <laughs> but sometimes the human... But God gives us the physical strength of Philippians 4 and 13. Then in Isaiah 41, He gives us personal strength. This is the personal strength uh, that we need within our, our life, <coughs> lives that we wait upon Him. We shall mount upon wings. If you go back and look in the book of Exodus, God uses the eagle as an example for Christianity and the way that God treats us. The eagle looks for a high place upon the hill. The highest place you'll find, you'll find that's where he makes his home. Also, the eagle has got one of the biggest wingspan and powerful wings of any bird. It's a beauty. It's about extinct now. When we find that it. It command that God made a creature similar uh, to, to Him. That those things, and He made us in His own image. We have the power on the inside to overcome. We have those things. That is, if we don't get down and have a pity party. Nobody don't love us. Nobody don't treat us right. But God loves us, and other people treat us right if we recognize it too, with Him. Not only that, but it's a powerful strength. Ephesians uh, uh, 3 and 16 said that it's a powerful strength. which a mount upon eagles. And we can have uh, <coughs> this opportunity to renew their strength. Sometimes we need to renew our strength in God. Sometimes we need to get down to business. We've talked about the people, the person, and the power. Let's speak just a minute about the promise. And then we'll let you go home. I believe that God's promise. The Bible said that He was not slack. uh, But our sins and iniquity have separated us from the love of God. It's not God. God hasn't left us. But we have left God in this modern age that we're living in. all the things that are happening uh, in our walks of life. It's a busy time for all things. In our lives, let me suggest to you that there's not a time in your life that you have that opportunity to know God as a personal thing. I was reading an article the other day was talking about if you lived to 75 years old, and it told that that you uh, uh, worked uh, 44 years out of that 75. And then it goes on and it talks about other things and it gets down and it talks about your prior life. And it gives you how many times, how much hours you sleep in a lifetime in 75. But it said in 75 years of the work hours, the sleeping time, and the time uh, that you were awake, that only four years was spent in prayer. An average life of 75 years old and only four years if you put it together was a time of prayer. Prayer is the answer. The prayer is uh, in prayer. The prayer is communication between you and God. God already knows what you need, what you want, but you've got to ask Him. You've got to love enough to tell Him what's wrong in your life. He can mend marriages. He can heal cancer. He can do anything He wants to do. If it's His will, He will give you the strength through the power of the Holy Spirit. Comes by affliction. Persistent. Persistent. Think not. Run. Boy, I'd love to run. God's persistent. There's not a day goes by that He don't remind you or me of His love. What a great earth We get up of, of a morning, and Louisville gets up before me. She has for a long time, and she does her devotion. Then I come in, and then Jason comes in. But we got a little old bird out there and that sings every morning. And she's named him Faith. Well, what pretty musical faith can say? You just chirp, 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 just right through there. reminds me. How great that God is. Persistent things. Why that God would send me such a, a good mate and a family that loves me and a church that I can go to to fill His presence Amen. of His anointing power, health, job, all these things. God loves you. He said, "Persistent. They shall mount upon a wings and they shall run. Running towards that God. The promise of God and what they shall not faint and they shall not be weary. But what they shall walk. You and I shall walk. I'm not I'm not in any hurry to go to heaven. I'd like to go to heaven. There's a little boy said one time and the preacher was preaching. He said, how many wants to go to heaven? They all raised their hand except him sitting on the front seat. He said, I don't understand. He expounded himself again. Who wants to go to heaven? And he didn't raise his hand. And after church, he said, sir, said, you're not want to go to heaven? He said, yes, preacher, I did." He said, why didn't you raise your hand? He said, it sounded like you was getting the load ready to go today. <laughs> so he was walking away to love her family and to be with that part and to see how that God blessed us with that we can walk in this walk of life. God didn't intended for man to live alone, to live without Him, to lead us and to guide us, and that's spiritual whole, Physically, mentally, and spiritually, and the most important part is the spiritual. The spiritually can handle the mental, and sometimes without the spirit, then there comes the mental problem. But the spirit can handle the physical. God gives our body. I worked with a man when I was going to school that he he fell up there when he was little and his arm was drawn up like that and his leg was drawn up to one side. But in his left hand, that man was stronger than any three or four men I've ever seen. He had muscles on that arm that big around. And I called him sir all the time when he asked me to do something. I said, yes, sir. I didn't want to feel that wrath. Say, God, you, you ever figure why a blind person has their strength? They can sense things in front of them and not see them. And you and I can follow our road. You have a need this morning. You may be out of the boat. You may be away from God. You may have that opportunity this morning to make things right with God. Settle your camp. The old timers used to have things on credit. Their word was good. Those things that we have. God has given us that this morning. We're living in on his promise of his credit of love. And the old timers was honest. They paid you when they said they were going to pay you. If they had to walk and pay you on that day, they'd either come and tell you they couldn't pay you or they would walk. You do not have to read the time to find the fine thing. Wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount upon with wings as eagles. they shall run, not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. What's happened to God's people today? Have we forgot what God has said to us this morning or any other day that He'll provide for you, He'll deliver you, He'll shelter you, He'll feed you, He'll come. You. So one of them. Martha, would you come back to the piano? Well, no, I ain't as long as, wait just a minute, I'm not as long as I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Go ahead. Amen. God loves us. God cares for you.
1: And you may have a name.
0: And any other, you boys, you don't come back to the instrument, that's just fine. Come on back, you your to where I'm from, I'm just used to the piano. That's the one I call them. I enjoy your music. Where is God in your life? Is He number one? He's number one in creation. He's number one, first of the dead. Number one of the first begotten. One of those things. You want to get us some song, Danny?